everybody. So we are the Hallmarkies podcast, and we're here to talk about the latest episode of The Good Witch. And I'm Rachel, and uh, Amber's not here. This is her birthday week, so make sure if you see her, uh, if you tweet with her or whatever, make sure you wish her happy birthday because it's very exciting. And uh, so she gets the week off, and uh, we are here. At, but Georgia is here with me to talk about this this episode. So Georgia, how are you doing? Doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. So we were not a fan of last week's episode in general. Well, you actually liked it more than I did. I did not like it. Um, so now bumping off of that, how do we feel about this episode? I mean, I'll say I liked I liked two thirds of it. Like two thirds of it were great, and then it was it was just the just the Abigail thing for me. <laughs> yeah. Since yeah. It, I can basically agree because we were not a fan of Mr. Dating Algorithm Mm-mm. in last episode. And <laughs> and I think this one is called Till Death Do Us Part, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll talk about it. See how he, if he was able to sort of redeem himself in uh, this episode. Mm. So, all right. Well, I did think it was kind of funny at the beginning when you see Cassie out front of her shop and Abigail says, I don't know why it's called the bell. I'm looking the candle because there's never any bells. Of course, Cassie is sitting right out there with a, box, a basket of bells. That was kind of Of course. Funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have never seen her sell a bell. Right. And so you go, okay, we have to, we have to clear that one up. <laughs> I mean, I always just assumed it was a little link to Catherine Bell. Because it's, um, oh gosh, it's that book that, that, isn't it called Bell Book and Candle? Not book. That movie, Bell Book and Candle. Oh, I've never heard of that. Is that a movie? And it's, yeah, there's a movie and they show it on TCM pretty frequently. Mm. And it's, um, frequently. And I think she's supposed to be a witch. I'm not sure. Let me see. Because I know that when it's on, I'm like, haha, it was just on, I think this weekend. Pretty yeah, sure. look at you. 1958 <laughs> romantic comedy, Technicolor film direction. Yeah, look at that. Richard Queen starring Jimmy Stewart. Oh, there, there you go. go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Um, <laughs> I never heard. I never heard of that before. Yeah. <laughs> so next yeah. time it's on, I guess it's worth giving it. I've never actually watched it. I've watched seen parts Ooh. of it. Kim Novak, Jack Lemon. I didn't know Jack Lemon was in. Yeah, look at that. Huh. Okay. Now we know a new now we know a classic film to watch uh, for sure. And let us know what you guys think of that if you've seen it. Yes. <laughs> um, so there you go. I guess I always figured it was just an homage, a little hint. Easter egg to Catherine Bell, but I was maybe wrong. it's that too. Who knows? Maybe maybe it was just because it linked up so well, you know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, so we have Abigail. It starts out. She's giving Mister Dating Algorithm Phil. Is that his name? Phil. Phil. Yeah, Phil. So Phil. She's just basically like giving him the world's longest tour yeah. of Middleton. Yeah. Like I didn't know that there was even that many buildings in Middleton <laughs> like, there weren't there weren't before <laughs> yeah I mean they definitely got some glamour shots of the uh of the <laughs> of the uh of the bridge but yeah. other than that it was just kind of like 
wow, what are these tours? I need to give some guys <laughs> tours, evidently. I don't know. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. They hadn't earned this, that whole plot yet. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. he was such a brat in the last episode. Maybe they all thought that we would like love him in the last episode, which I have no idea why. Um, and so like, it's hard for it to be all lovey-dovey and cutesy yeah. and whatever. Cause there was no like real yeah, sort yeah. of, I'm not going to sue you and I'm not going to be a bad person. And there was no sort of growth as a person. It was just like, okay, now we're in love. Exactly. Like, I feel like we needed another episode in between of like them getting to know each other and then things maybe being a little awkward and her still being a little bit bitter. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. felt like this was just one episode too soon. Exactly. No, I feel the exact same way because last week bothered me. The fact that it went from in the same episode, him mm-hmm. threatening to sue her to him being like, oh, maybe you could teach me about dating, wink, wink. And she's like, oh, okay. Like Abigail is not an oh, okay kind of girl. Yeah. So it didn't fit at all. And then for this week to just be, oh, maybe I should kiss you on the bridge. And I'm like, what, what is that? Yeah. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. no, you should exit out, go, we don't know each other taking you on a tour that's all this is and then you need yeah there needs to be build up there needs to be some kind of redemption for him yeah yeah and like and him like moving his his company which like was this been like a company like he's gonna he's gonna restore this huge like all of a sudden i don't know like he's becoming some hipster entrepreneur and it's like what? I don't know. Like none of the, like we needed at least one more episode in between there for all of it. For like yeah. business, for them getting to know each other, for them like uh having and cuz nothing this was all just sort of like lots of other stuff and characters were growing and then it was like them hanging out like and yeah. you know like there was no I don't know. It was just, there wasn't really even a plot with them. You know, no. it was just kind of like them walking around and it was like, there should have been more in there. I think. Cause yeah. that's what's so, it's so weird to me because usually, I mean, in Hallmark in general, but especially on Good Witch, they introduce characters and it's like, okay, it looks like this is a possible love interest. Fine. But usually it takes them a while to get there because yeah. they let you feel it out and they go, okay, yeah. is this a good match? Does this make sense? And with them, it was like, well, we're putting this guy in there as Abigail's boyfriend right off the bat, you know? And it's like, yeah. but we don't know him and we don't necessarily like him. And now yeah. I'm not going to probably because I didn't get to know him. And it's just, they rushed it. And now yeah. it's just kind of like icky. I agree with you. And I just still not feeling the chemistry between the mm-hmm. two of them. I think because maybe it feels rushed. Yeah. I mean, this is a woman who dated three men at once. Like, this is just not <laughs> like, it's just not yeah. Abigail. Like she should it's be not. more sort of skeptical mm-hmm. and a little bit more guarded, I think, uh, with her, her personality than like, I'm going to give you a tour. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you there. So we have the other sort of one of the other plots uh, is we have Martha being very upset. This was a great episode for Martha. Yeah. Uh, she wants the website to be redone and uh, because uh, she, uh, it's just outdated. And she's like, uh, you know, we have on there that we've won the cleanest streets uh, award two years in a row, which is great. But we've really won it five years in a row. 
that was funny. And, uh, and so she gets Grace to come in and do the town website, which I think is brilliant. I think we should just like have all of the teenagers design town websites because they know how to do it. Like stuff like that is just like, boom, you know, for them. Why not? You know, and it kind of reminds me of at, um, uh, in, in my church, uh, doing like your family history is very you know, like important to us. And so what they did, which I thought was such a brilliant stroke of genius is there's this thing called indexing where you go through like, like, uh, Ellis Island logs and christening logs and th- things like that. And you get the names and where people are from and stuff like that for, for people's family history. It's pretty, it's pretty laborious, but like, they, they were so smart. So they got like all of the, the youth to have these indexing parties where they, all the youth would bring their little laptops and they're sitting there uh, doing, doing all the indexing and they had a blast and it was great. And at least where I live, it was a huge success and they did tons of these things and uh, it became like a thing. And I, I think that, um, that that's, just because stuff like that 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 is like sort of a chore or difficult for you know for older people like it's fun for for teens let them let them do it <laughs> yeah fun for them yeah they can right make it fun i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway uh, it's pretty smart and grace uh, we finally get to see grace just just be have kind of a happy plot line which was nice yeah Positive. and yeah and uh and then we also so she is sent to down into the archives to go and look up information about Martha's family. We find out that Martha loves the, has a secret passion for seven card stud, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) Like a secret gambler. (laughs) Never in Hallmark did I think we'd get our, uh, Mm-hmm. Our, our, our secret gambling habit which the was mayor yeah. the mayor of all people but you don't know so it makes sense secret yeah but it was really <laughs> funny and uh and Catherine Disher was just the best in it and if you guys haven't listened to our interview with Catherine Disher you totally got to it was a very it was before the season aired but uh I'll put a link down in the description and check that out um but but anyway she was really funny and uh she wants to uh even upgrade what they already have about the endicott family about her family on the uh website town website so that's why grace is doing all this digging and so she goes into the uh into the uh our archives whatever and that's where she uh has some scenes with uh, the librarian, I guess, uh, played by Randall Edwards, and we agreed that he is a delight, right? He is a delight, especially <laughs> considering all the guys they've brought on lately and what they've done to the guys who are already yeah. on the show. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, give us this librarian researcher guy. Just give us more of him. He's fun. Yeah. He's nice. He's scared of things. We like that. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's been on this show before, but only a couple times. And he was just so sweet. I was like, why can't Abigail be interested in him? Because he was super funny and sweet. And he's like nervous to get dive into some of the, it's like this box of, of, uh, of old stuff. He's like very super superstitious, I think. 
I see that would have been such an interesting, I know that it's kind of just a jokey thing, but such an interesting match if you have Abigail who's like not afraid of anything and this guy who's kind of afraid of everything and plays by the rules and Abigail doesn't. You know, it would have been such a like. Yeah. And he was so like smiley and fun, which would be such a funny contrast to Abigail who's more like cool. And uh, uh, yeah. I, I, we're, we're on the same page there but they they start digging and they find this picture and they where it shows the richard endicott the ancestor of martha there's this whole story about the the richard endicott saved all these people in this fire and uh and uh, that he was this hero and he was re- he was recognized and everything like that well uh so grace finds this uh this so grace finds this picture that shows that richard was at a cubs game at that time not at in uh middleton and so all of a sudden martha is like devastated because like the heroic underpinnings of her family is like called into question she's very upset and uh so and she's like i loved what was the line where she i gotta find it that where she says uh she goes to the the street that's named after them and she says i'm just basking in the false memories of my ancestral glory <laughs> i was like no martha no they've given her that the best really lines good. this season oh man <laughs> well and i guess like it's always a little bit tricky knowing where the intuitive charm like ends and where because there were a lot of things in this episode that like cassie had a part in like having like nick at the diner just that time and like her giving the map to grace you know and, mm-hmm. and grace kind of figuring out that oh it was called something else at a certain time and and uh and have you, have you recently tried to use a like a an old school map no not not recently oh, it's a nightmare it's so hard yeah. <laughs> No, I used to, because my, my dad had, used to have a bunch of maps, I don't know where they are, and I just, I, I like the sound of them, so I would unwrap, you know, unwrap yeah. and stuff. I, I know, like, how to do it, but I could never figure out how oh. to do it, you know? Yeah, we didn't have, on my, uh, on my mission for my church, we, we're always in new places, you know, that we, we didn't know that well, and so, but was, we didn't have phones at the time, because this was way back in 2003, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, so we had to use maps, and it was a struggle, it was a struggle, and so I, I related to, to I, I did think it was a little over the top and she was like what is this like i think she probably would know what a map looked like but but it was it was pretty know. funny kids now i mean they don't know what like a landline phone is they pick it up i don't know how you hang this up it's like you you literally it's called hanging it up because you hang it up it's oh there's yeah. the end button and you go oh no 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 i put on twitter i said clearly grace didn't watch door the explorer growing up there's a whole character that's i'm the map i'm the map i'm the map <laughs> god that whole song is like 20 minutes yeah right and all it is is i'm the map and then it's, and then it says, i'm the map and you go well i know that yeah have you I'm- ever have you ever heard of a, a a comic named brian regan Mm, i don't think so you totally have to look him up he's very all of our audience you should look him up he's very clean very family friendly so he's super popular in utah but um he he has a whole thing where he's like i think 
that somebody was just like forgot that they were, were supposed to write a song and so they were like so what's up there's the, the pitch meeting he's like so what are you the song and the guy's like i'm the map i'm the, I'm the going yeah that that's what we'll put in the show every single episode you go no no <laughs> it's great right. it's really good i just think and what do you what do you think about having uh about the mayor having password as the password for <laughs> i think it's classic martha <laughs> yeah yeah I was like, it's, actually, anything else. it's actually kind of brilliant in a way you know because like sometimes the smartest thing you can do is the most obvious because that's the last thing people are like oh they'll never do that but right? everyone's gonna check that first aren't they no but you think they will but everyone's gonna be like no they wouldn't be that stupid so they they you know what i mean so you don't check the i know the what you mean but it takes like a <laughs> second to type in password and if that's actually what it is then it's, you you ruin yeah. everything for yourself pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> If they find in their digging uh the uh the librarian and grace they find this box full of stuff that was remnants from the fire and uh this is after martha's already very upset uh and um yeah and they he's been like hesitant to like get in there he thinks i don't know what he's just he's just superstitious right He's like, he's super cautious. I don't yeah. exactly know. Yeah. yeah if he's super afraid of. <laughs> but anyway, um, so they dive in there and they find all of this poker stuff. And so they, you know, turns out there was sort of this underground poker thing. So evidently there's a long legacy of Endicott's playing seven, uh, seven players, seven card stud. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it so that goes with the family and then they find a purse in there and so they start to put everything together that uh it was really the the i forgot to write down her name but it was really the 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 wife of richard endicott was the one who was responsible for helping all the people was the true hero and that she also likes seven 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 cards stud. seven card stud evidently like to play her poker uh which which was really funny and so there is redemption but she obviously didn't want to like admit to the press and to everybody that she was like a poker player and so she could have gotten in trouble or whatever mm -hmm. yeah yeah and uh so uh <laughs> Uh, i i said that's right it was the endicott wom woman all along i <laughs> and i said i wonder if she was also a cubs fan too probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh and so she was the true hero and uh so it was really cute that they got to kind of put all the pieces in, and got to to set martha's uh heart at rest and mm -hmm. uh they'll have it on the the website as she gets the credit that she deserves <laughs> finally <laughs> yeah that was such it is a classic good witch storyline yeah it I really it. was it, i agree with you another one of these like grace gets in trouble for something she didn't do or or um it, nothing actually yeah. happened like something actually happened there was a story to tell it just wasn't the story they were expecting and i yeah <laughs> i felt bad for martha but it's always funny when she's yeah. kind of upset yeah so i did enjoy that yeah it was really good i agree with you uh and yeah it was i like seeing 
uh, Grace and Martha together. I've always enjoyed those scenes. And so get, uh, we get Sam uh, is, <laughs> is uh, up to no good. Like at first I was confused because first of all, so he, he hurts his, his wrist or whatever mm-hmm. um, because he's replacing the shingles on a friend's uh, uh, roof. But it, the way they made it, it almost seemed like he was like walking by and was like, Oh, that shingle isn't. And then he like climbed, like it made it seem like it was just some like random person's roof, you know, like, <laughs> he was like I can't be bothered. I was like, I had no idea. He was so fastidious about things and no idea. And it was also kind of funny. I thought that like, they're all like, why don't you lie down? Why don't you rest? It's like, he hurt his arm, not his yeah. legs. Like, why does he need to lie down? And yeah, and it wasn't even a break. It was just like a... Like, he just like banged it up, didn't he? Yeah. Like, like, I, I, ouch. Yeah, I think it was like a strain or something. Like, <laughs> really? I'm like, I don't think bed rest is required for an arm like strength. set him up on the couch with the, with all the books. It's like, oh, here's good light and all that. And you go, he's, let him sleep it off. I think he's okay. But like, I guess I think he's okay. I guess the, I, I, I didn't recognize the guy that he helped with the roof that was there at the hospital, but I guess that's the guy that owns the brewery. I guess someone was saying on Twitter. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. So but I guess they did. I, so I thought, I was thinking, oh, this is just some random guy like what is he doing so weird but um a nice person yeah they're kind of trying to set it up so that you have him being sort of more vulnerable and cassie being more sort of concerned about his health and kind of things like that I, uh he finds out i guess he had done did we know about the fact that he had done this some um, doctors without borders kind of thing is that a, was that a plot in previous seasons or I want to say I want to say they talked about it but I honestly don't know like I don't know if I just assumed that about his character or if that was actually something that mm-hmm. that they talked about yeah I, okay. I I I feel like it was mentioned but I I can't remember yeah. uh exactly and uh so I, who, who knows I guess who knows and so he decides to go back he finds out that there's been this tropical storm that the people really need help and uh and so he's you know very concerned so he goes and uh goes down there and you get a a, a, i think a pretty touching moment between uh the two of them when uh when he's leaving between cassie and sam I think you get to see a vulnerability in Cassie that you don't always get to see with her yeah. in this episode, which I, I really liked. She gives him some presents, uh, including a scarf, and, a, and he doesn't realize that she's also given him uh, a pendant in, uh, in his um, pocket. And I swear, they could release a whole line of Good Witch jewelry just from this season alone. We've had yeah. ring. We've had, like, I feel like we've had, uh, like, I don't know. Um, most episodes, there's been some kind of trinket slash jewelry yeah. that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> right. It's all this really kind of unique stuff. Looks They're, like of a kind. And yeah. Like, like Grace had the drama pin. I was just like a, a lot of episodes. I've had different kinds of jewelry of different kinds. You had the earrings for Martha. I, so it has really been a, a great season for jewelry. <laughs> and I saw this pendant and I'm like, 
I I want to have one of gray had gray house on it and then like uh it was really cute like they they've been on their game with yeah Larry this season the fact that they have to they must have to make all this stuff right yeah. I mean I don't know where you're getting it if yeah if you're not having it made yeah so what did you think about seeing Cassie sort of more vulnerable is that something you liked to see do you think Catherine Bell did a good job I was actually going to say that this was probably my favorite of her performances. I Mm -hmm. thought that she played it really well. Um, I I know that you have to see it and, you know, I like to see different sides of characters and everything, but I didn't exactly like seeing it because it made me feel really bad because she's already been through so much, you know, and here he is off helping people (laughs) and doing good things. And I was like, she looked just really like, Cassie yeah. doesn't need to go through anything else like that. You don't need to do this to her. And she, she was so convincing. And yeah, I don't usually get teary eyed or anything. Good witch, but I was close on this one. Well, I think personally, I think that when calls the heart has me all like nervous now. When I, when <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh. When I ever hear, hear her talking about, yeah. uh, about, that that she's feeling the same way she felt with jake and that she i was like you do not not yeah she's and she's like life is a risk so i'm going to love you as if each day was the only only one we had and i'm like that's too too, like elizabeth and jack like oh no no you know like is james denton not happy did he not renew his contract i'm like no is Catherine bell not happy is she gonna leave switch it up on us and do something that you can't you can't Oh, you can't. Because then he <laughs> off the show that way. We can't. We don't deserve that, you know? So basically, like, One Calls Heart has ruined television for me. I, think. <laughs> I was wondering if anyone else felt that way. I was like, watching it, and I was no, like... Oh, you can't say things like that. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> no, I was totally on the same page, but I was like, just don't, don't go there. Don't mess with people. Yeah. Do this. It's... I think they were trying to be like, this is her motivation for wanting to that yeah. for the wedding. Uh, but still, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so nerve wracking. Oh, no, like no. not in a fun way. We just like turn it. Turn it. I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm like, this is giving me anxiety. Oh, it was quite a, uh, like typically they just use the same sets kind of over and over again Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. for Good Witch. And so the fact that they built this whole uh, evacuation thing and they had all these extras, I mean, it was a pretty big thing, I think, for them this episode. I was saying the exact thing. I was watching it with my, my sister and I was like, this seems just like a big sort of big budget episode for them yeah and i they pulled it off i mean they really it was well done and yeah. that storyline i think was was so good it was just well done it was convincing i was nervous yeah. i was actually nervous once she started talking and i was like oh god please just get back home and everyone be safe <laughs> yeah i'm like couldn't you just call her <laughs> just call. <laughs> Send did. Email, email or something not until yeah. way late you know until he's she's, she's freaking out and, you had to um, get a phone. <laughs> you didn't have a phone. Yeah, and yeah. we get these people coming in. It almost reminded me of a Science Sealed Delivered episode. That's the, this plot line. It felt to me almost like Science Sealed Delivered a little bit. Because mm-hmm. they do, they've done a number of sort of war or, mm-hmm. you know, sort of this kind of feel, I feel like. Um, but he's there, you know, trying to help uh, the people uh, in this um, emergency uh 
bunker kind of for lack of a better word and uh each of these people that he starts to treat he is able to use the things that cassie gave him in unexpected ways and you know of course right <laughs> but it was really cute it was very well executed i thought mm-hmm. and james denton is just like just, he's, uh, he's just the million dollar man to me like oh my gosh he was so great in this like i oh, yeah i mean he's already he's already super handsome in my opinion he's like he's the uh i think the hunkiest guy over 50 in hollywood but like but he's also like super amazing as this doctor uh in this emotional thing and that baby they got the cutest baby. Yeah, they did a good job. Ugh. Like, and she wanted to sit with him. Oh. oh. <laughs> like, Hallmark, they nail the baby. <laughs> Auditions, they just, they, they did such a good job. This baby was so cute. And uh, you're just like, oh no, what's going to happen? And so there was like, there was a woman and her mother and the baby. And they I don't know. Every family member at you, the girl, the, the baby, and then the dad, and then the mom. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of there was anything <laughs> wrong with the mom. And then she's dehydrated. And you go, what? I didn't, oh my yeah, gosh. Get some, get some water. Yeah, because he has to, um, he he uses the, the, the I think it's the, is it the dad that has um the, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, needs the sling? Uh, yeah. So he uses the, the scarf for that that cassie had given him and then uh and then uh they use the uh the pendant uh because it had a really long um chain it was perfect for using as this to hold because she's super dehydrated so the ivy sack like she's able to put it around her neck mm-hmm. and uh and kind of wear it for uh and um and she's he's able to save the day he was like superman and it was really really pretty pretty well done i think and you were swooning i was swooning <laughs> i i mean they kept trying to go back to abigail and mr <laughs> algorithm and i'm like yeah no not cutting it <laughs> oh man especially with him like if you're gonna compare the two because i'm not some james denton like fangirl i, I yeah. like him on the show but you know i don't have a thing for him but um <laughs> You compare him to Phil. You compare Sam to Phil, and you're just like, okay, sorry, Phil. Like, sorry, you're in this episode. Yeah, ridiculous. Not even like. It's just sad. Just stop. Like just that's sad. ridiculous. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, sorry. But yeah, and it was pretty emotional, and there was a great scene with her, with with Catherine Bell and Peter McNeil, mm-hmm. um, talking about uh, about this these feelings that she's been having and uh i did say on twitter i said next time cassie falls in love she should try to pick someone without a hero complex seriously (laughs) oh i just fall in love with men who want to change the world and i'm like well stop just fall in love with like a mousy librarian and you're (laughs) (laughs) the librarian someone else maybe Lori can come back and marry the librarian yes I like the librarian. He was really good. It's a nice scene between the the two of them, and yeah. you know, talking about uh, about Jake and and the loss that they had both had. And yeah. um, I don't know. It was very. I thought very nice. Get it this time. Sam asked Cassie to help uh, with Nick getting his college applications in, and Nick is putting it off, putting it off, 
And uh, why do you think that Nick is putting this off so much? Because he's being a big baby? I don't know. I seriously was trying to figure it out. And I was like, okay, so are they going to have him not go to college? Because that'll be an interesting twist if they have him, mm-hmm. like, enter the Peace Corps or something. I really thought, and I don't know, maybe they could do that. But I didn't quite understand why he was just putting it off, putting it off. And then what, you're just willing to do it? Because you go help out some, like, an old lady and, like... <laughs> People, it didn't make any sense to me. At least I we got some. It. At least we got some Nick being nice for one. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that was nice. But yeah, no. So he's like putting it off because I guess he feels like he has to know sort of what he's doing with his whole life, which I, yeah. I, I can understand that. I guess like, but really, that's the whole point of college is to help you figure <laughs> out what you what you want to do. You shouldn't have yeah. to do that before going to college. But that's what they're trying to make Grace do now. You know, it's like, oh, what's my passion? What do I want to do with my life? And I'm like, girl, you're 18. Chill. Just go to school. You can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. There was a side of me that was thinking, oh, they're going to have him not go to college just to keep him there mm-hmm. on the show because they like him evidently more than we do. <laughs> and wow. um, I don't mind Nick. He's just being kind of a baby about yeah, stuff. He is. He is. And uh, yeah. And so I, I didn't know why... Uh, Cassie wasn't asking him more questions about this like I get he's not technically her son but still like you would think as they have a they seem to have a perfectly fine relationship from everything I can see so you think she would be like um Nick can we talk about this like what's going on it's only you've only got three days these things are not easy like right you know applying for colleges like you've got to write usually write an essay you've got to like it's not something you can just throw together Uh, so, you know, it's something that he needs to take pretty seriously. And he was just like saving it for the last minute. So there was obviously something more there. Um, they end up going to the, uh, the bistro and, uh, Stephanie says, oh, this woman, uh, she, uh, thought that, uh, a to-go order was, was, was a delivery order and, and so I almost thought that it was going to, this new plot line was going to be, oh, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to work at the bistro. I'm going to be the new delivery guy or something like that. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I was like, oh, or is he going to make some kind of handyman or something yeah, like that? Yeah. <laughs> something but, a little interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he goes and uh, meets with this old lady and uh, her light on her porch is out. He delivered, guys, does it take to change a light bulb? Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun. Like, I was like, at least Nick's being kind of fun and cheerful and nice. Yeah. And, like, I take that over whiny Nick any day of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> take but what I can get. <laughs> it shouldn't be, like, cheesy, like, obnoxious Nick or whiny, boo-hoo, wham-wham obnoxious. <laughs> Like, you know, like either way you're being kind of obnoxious but whatever yeah, fair fair enough fair enough oh well um but i take this this one over the if i was given the the uh the sophie's choice i'm taking the, <laughs> the cheesy nice nick over the 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 whiny petulant nick yes. and uh so but he he changes the light bulb and he has a sort of moment of clarity that he uh he wants to go to college i guess and he uh you end with uh him uh with him saying you know look i've i've mail you know i've got my applications ready i'm done there you go so yeah i guess he's not the light i guess he's martha's this, uh, ruth came through of course 
uh is martha's assistant yeah i thought he was a librarian at archives okay but uh yeah randall edwards he's lane edwards brother who was in the perfect bride too my god because of course you know if one person's in a hallmark movie the rest of the family <laughs> gets to work for the same company like chores yeah for. Anyway, okay, good. Um, so then we get our final kind of big revelation at the end was Sam is back and uh Cassie's out all this time of thinking and worrying and whatever. And she she had told him that she would uh she would plan the wedding when she felt right and it would be on her terms and and so uh she gives him a, a piece of paper that says, This is when I want to get married to you and he looks it up and it says three weeks so they're doing a three-week wedding what do you think about that i'm super happy about it because that means that it'll be the finale so i'm i'm in favor of it um i don't i've never understood it in these movies these tv shows how they plan a wedding in two three weeks as they usually do in hallmark stuff uh -huh. like i just genuinely don't know but i guess in middleton it could work because everyone's gonna help out so yeah, I actually, I mean, because I come in, in Utah, in Mormon world, like, we, they frequently have really fast weddings, like, that, it, and so, like, the whole institution is, like, set up here to, like, handle it, mm -hmm. in a way, and, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it, it, it's totally doable, totally doable, especially if there's somebody that, like literally lives with them that's a florist and uh and they've oh, got yeah. stephanie who can make the food and so it's just like boom boom those are done you can have uh you find someone to take the pictures you find cassie address you know there you go i think did they they didn't say where they're having it yet right no but i just would assume it would be I would think you're going to have probably have martha marry them i would think mm -hmm. and then uh and then you're going to have i would think that they would probably have the reception at the maybe at the bistro or just some some place i don't know uh but like that's easy to decide like and maybe they could even do it at gray house it seems like a waste to me to not do it at the beach house or the lake house oh yeah they could do it there yeah 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 like i know that gray house is is standard but it just seems like okay you have this really pretty house and yeah. you don't use it for anything use it for the wedding the gray house could be pretty cool though they could get like oh, a, yeah. a, a they could get a uh a tent out there that you know could lead people out to the wedding that would be really pretty exciting and uh so she's getting married yay yay, yay finally <laughs> so overall i think this was a pretty good episode i really liked the sam and cassie parts even though it made me a little nervous <laughs> but it was a nice reveal with her choosing to to get married and uh also i liked the cast i liked i also really liked the grace martha stuff was really good and so all of that worked and you just have to you still have to convince me good witch writers about your mr dating algorithm and abigail so same same unfortunately i want to be on board i want to so support all of it but i just abigail's my girl and it, yeah. it's not it's not enough she deserves mm. better to Agreed. me so I don't know. It, it, we definitely we agree like he needs to yeah. 
if we need to stop with the tours and we need to actually get to know him we need to see some growth we need to see some apologies kind of thing i feel stop with the cheesy wines on bridges i don't it just got yeah. me up like, get off yeah, there. Yeah, right stop. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like you know. this is a tour like holy cow i mean but don't be so pushy phil jeez <laughs> yeah, right seriously and he's you do we assume is he still staying at gray house or does he or does he have he, his own ha- place? He said he was going to stay there for a while, so I assume he's still staying there. So, like, him and Abigail are staying in the same house, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of awkward. Yeah. The whole thing is kind of awkward. <laughs> the whole storyline. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, oh, well, you can't win them all, but at least we had a, a pretty solid, I think, episode. And uh, we'll have to see what happens next week. So that'll be fun. And uh, so thanks so much for joining me to talk about this episode. Thank you. A little scattered at spots, but it was fun to talk about it. And uh, so where can people find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Georgia Speech, all one word. Great. And I'll have links to that in the description section. You can find follow Amber at Amber Brainwaves. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And I just did this last weekend, posted a fun podcast where my me and two of my girlfriends, we whittle down, we do sort of a tournament where we figure out the best romantic movie of all time. So it was really fun. I think you guys will really like that. So check it out. I'd really appreciate it. And um, so there you go. That's uh that is our uh, podcast on uh, the good witch uh, make sure you're following the podcast on social media uh, on instagram and twitter at hallmarkies pod and uh and also just make sure you subscribe to us on youtube or on itunes wherever you like to listen you can find us so thanks so much and we will talk to you guys we'll talk to you later bye, bye.